My team now feels really supported. They feel heard. They feel like they have a voice and a say and can improve things. And they're now proposing opportunities for improvement and things like that, that I wasn't really getting in the beginning because as a leader and a business owner, I didn't create an environment for that. But now I am, and I'm seeing so many more improvements because of that. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, I wanted to cover leadership, hiring a team, what I did in the beginning, and what I've switched to after learning from talking with my coach and how that's been working for me. So we've talked about how I've hired a team of virtual assistants. I have one that's focused on cold calling and finding deals that meet our criteria or our buy box. And I have another virtual assistant that's focused on analyzing deals that helps me with underwriting so that I can put in strong offers without having to spend all of the time pulling in the data from the T12, P&L, rent roll, and all of that. So what was I doing that could have been improved Coming from the corporate world, I was involved in so many meetings and it felt like such a waste of time. We'd have this meeting and it was just on the calendar. People would show up and it wasn't really well prepared. And I just felt like I spent so much time in meetings without getting work done that as I've transitioned into being an entrepreneur and a business owner, I've leaned more so on the side of not having meetings because I just don't want to bog others down. I remember what I felt like when I was an employee having to go to meetings, feeling like they were not useful. And I did not want to turn around as the business owner or the manager and start doing that to my team. But what I realize now is that that was actually just a failure within my team environment, within the corporate world of not running strong meetings, not being prepared, just having meetings for the sake of meetings. And it was really just the culture there that was associated with that. And I can do things differently as a business owner. Also, by not having these one-on-ones or these weekly team check-ins, I'm not really creating that strong team environment where we're building relationships with each other, building rapport with each other, learning what works and what doesn't work. This is especially important if you're hiring a team and everyone is remote. Both of my VAs are in the Philippines. So it's tougher to build rapport and connection with people remotely just through video calls like Zoom. But it's even harder to build relationships and a team environment if you don't have meetings at all and you're just doing that by messaging each other on Slack or whatever messaging app. I was actually sharing this with my high performance coach about the structure and the way things are going. And he said, well, don't you have check-in meetings with your team. I said, I don't have check-in meetings, but I do feel like I've set clear goals. We have goals and deliverables that we review and we check weekly, but we don't meet once a week. And he said, well, how do you know that they feel supported, that they have the ability to come to you? Maybe they don't want to put it down in writing and they just want to say it out loud. And I thought, man, I guess I'm really not creating that team environment that is really my responsibility as a leader, as a business owner. And so that's when I started to make a few changes. And one of those was to put in place just weekly one on ones. It's for my VAs. It's a little bit for me, but mostly for them. So what I created was a prep form and it just has a handful of questions. What are my wins? And I think 
that's important because you want to celebrate the wins. What did I do? What didn't I do that I said I was going to do? It was a task of mine that I just didn't get to. And this is important to include because if there's something that's consistently showing up as I didn't get to this, I didn't hit my number of calls, I didn't review the amount of deals that we had set as a goal for the week. Now, as a manager or the leader, I can look at that and say, is there something that you need support on? Maybe you need some more training. Maybe I can help show you how to analyze these deals quicker. Maybe it's that the goal is just too high, or is it something that we can eliminate, automate, delegate, but without having those weekly check-ins, you can go a very long time and your team member might feel like they're drowning. They're not hitting their goals. They might be worried that you're going to fire them because they're not hitting their goals. And really just a quick check-in can allow you to course correct much quicker. So that's a great question to ask. Another great question is what challenges am I facing? And that can just air that out so that you can have that conversation with your virtual assistant or your team member and figure out, is it that we just don't have the right training in place? Is it that we just don't have the bandwidth for it? Is it something that we can eliminate? So you can have those questions and address those before they become a bigger issue. Another question is what opportunities are in front of me? And this gives your team member the opportunity to say what they think they can do to improve or how they could help the business. You really want to hire people who are looking to grow and who support the vision of the business and the mission. And so if they're looking for opportunities, this question is putting this in their mind. Well, what opportunities do I have in front of me? For my cold caller, it was that she was manually dialing and I had asked if she had thought about using the power dialer and she took the initiative to watch some videos to learn how to use the power dialer. At first, it was a little bit of a struggle and she wasn't a big fan of it. But then after a little bit more work there, got some training videos from the dialer company themselves, she was able to get through that hurdle and see that opportunity, which now allows us to make a lot more phone calls. So just this question helps put that idea in their mind of what opportunities do I have in front of me? Another great question is, how do I want to use this call? And this really puts your team member in the frame of mind that this is my call. This is my focus. It's not what Brandon wants. It's what I want so that I can improve what I think I need to improve on because at the end of the day, I want to improve. I want to be a strong team member within the business. And then the last question, what will I accomplish by next time? By having your team member say, this is what I'm going to accomplish. It has much more meaning to them because it's not someone telling them what to do. It's that they said it themselves and they don't want to be a liar or not actually accomplish what they said that they would accomplish. That's a great question to ask as well. So it's like showing this self-initiative. I'm going to accomplish the three tasks and I'm going to hit my weekly goals. And now that they've signed themselves up for it, they are much more likely to actually accomplish that. And the other thing I implemented was bi-weekly team meetings. This is really just a 30-minute check-in meeting with my team. And we go through things like wins for the last two weeks. I'll summarize all of the work that they've done, the number of deals that we've analyzed, the number of calls we've made, any of the business improvements that we've made. But I also pull in a few highlights like personal things because I don't want it to just be straight about business. I want us to have a strong team environment that is more personable than just this business working relationship. So I pull in some personal wins as well. Then we'll go through the goals. So we go through the three-year vision, the one-year goals, and then the quarterly goals so that we're aligned. We can see a clear path from what we're doing today to what the three-year vision is. And then we look at our company scorecard. So I have KPIs or goals for each team member, the two to three that I think move the needle the most. We have the target in there and we track week by week our numbers and we can compare those to the goal to see if we're hitting the goals or not hitting the goals. For me specifically, that is a certain number of investors a week that I've connected with, contacting a certain number of brokers a week, reviewing a certain number of deals per week, submitting a certain number of offers. So I have three to four. And then for my VAs, this is 
number of calls made, number of deals reviewed, number of deals fully analyzed. And so then by reviewing this as a team, one, we have a little bit of social pressure. There's actually been a few times where I have not hit my numbers, which is embarrassing and I want to lead by example. So it motivates me to hit my numbers because my team is always hitting their numbers, which is fantastic. And so I don't want to be the leader who doesn't get shit done. So by having this weekly call, we have a little bit of social pressure because no one wants to show up saying that they didn't do their job. And at the same time, we can now see week by week if there's a trend or a pattern of somebody not hitting their goals. This is not for discipline. It is so that we can see how we can help each other. Someone is struggling with hitting these goals. Maybe they're overloaded. Maybe they don't have the bandwidth. Is that something that a team member could pick up? Does someone else have a little bit more time and they could pick that work up? Or is there a process that we can improve? Is there a step we can eliminate? Is there something else that we could delegate? So we can see these things real time. And so it doesn't allow an issue to persist for too long. And really this has helped us grow as a team, be a little bit closer, but also just talk through any of the issues that we're having. And actually something that I learned through this is that I thought that we were actually struggling with our process. I thought that the process that I put in place was not very good and could be improved. And so I had spent a lot of time thinking about what we could do to improve it. But I, because I was not the one in the process every single day, I didn't want to just come in and say, hey, we're going to change the process. And so what I actually did was I asked my VAs, said, hey, I feel like this process could be improved, but I want to make sure that you are fully supported, that it's a process that allows you to get your job done. It's clear. I want to make sure that you know exactly what you need to do and that you feel fully supported and enabled to get the job done. And to my surprise, both of them said, no, this is really working well for us. It was not working well for me. And I realized that it was just a me problem, not a process problem. It was the way that I was going about making the updates, reviewing the work and the work that I was doing actually needed to be improved and upgraded and elevated. But it was perfect for my VAs who are actually the ones spending the majority of the time in the process. And they reassured me and said, actually, I think you've got a very good process. I don't think we need to add anything on here. In our experience with other clients, this is actually much better than we are even used to. It's clear. It's easy to use. We know exactly what to do. I wouldn't change it. And so by having this team meeting, the three of us together could come to an agreement that the process is actually stable. It's strong. And that I just needed to tweak a few things that I was doing. And that would help me work with the process a little bit better. And so I made that change for myself, left everything else as is, and it's been working well for the last several months. Without having a team meeting like this, I wouldn't have really been able to get that feedback and then get their buy-in that it is okay. And so that's another powerful reason why you want to consider having a team meeting, even if it's just a team of three people like my team. Overall, I feel like it's just allowed us to build a little bit better rapport with each other, build a little bit better of a working relationship. My team now feels really supported. They feel heard. They feel like they have a voice and a say and can improve things. And they're now proposing opportunities for improvement and things like that, that I wasn't really getting in the beginning because as a leader and a business owner, I didn't create an environment for that, but now I am. And I'm seeing so many more improvements because of that. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.